Welcome back to Fertility and Freedom podcast. My name's Athena and I talk all about periods, women's health, fertility, pregnancy, all of that good stuff. I'm also a period recovery coach and today I wanted to cover some top tips on how you can get started with recovery from hypothalamic amenorrhea. So if you've listened to my podcast or seen my Instagram, you know that I mainly talk about hypothalamic amenorrhea because it's something I have personal experience with. And I've also spoken to a lot of other women who have dealt with it and helped them through their recovery. And I'm really passionate about helping people to get their periods back and restore their fertility. And I thought it would be a really nice episode to just give some top tips on how you can start your recovery because that can be a really difficult process. I think a lot of the time starting recovery is is one of the most difficult things because it involves accepting that you need to make changes and sort of planning those changes. Obviously it's really important to actually implement the changes and maintain them to actually get your period back and keep it but you know once you've started you you kind of got the ball rolling then. Now, you're probably never gonna feel fully ready to make loads of changes in your life, especially if you are somebody who has come from a background of maybe disordered eating, eating disorders, exercise addiction. You're probably that kind of person that has the personality to take things a little too far. You know, you're probably that person who's really fit and healthy. You like to work out. You like to eat a really good diet and fuel your body with nutrient dense foods well there's nothing wrong with that and it's really good to to lead a healthy lifestyle a lot of the time with hypothalamic amenorrhea the reason why a lot of these women have lost their periods is because they've taken this too far they're over exercising they're under eating they're really stressed and their body doesn't feel safe so it can be really difficult to just make that initial step and say i'm going to recover i want my period back i want to restore my health and my fertility it can be really difficult to make that step but that is my first tip is to accept that there's something not quite right if you don't have your period you're not healthy and that's just the way it is so my first tip is to basically say to yourself, right, I know that there's things that I need to change and I'm willing to make those changes to get my period back. Ultimately, you kind of, you can't really wait for the right time to recover. You can't wait, you can't put conditions on your recovery. You can't say, oh, well, this time next year, if I don't have my period back, I'll then start making changes. There's no better time than now to actually start your hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery. And you the truth is that you'll never really fully feel ready to give up your old ways and your habits, especially when it comes to healthy eating and exercise. They are two really difficult things to change if you are that person that has always been like the fit and healthy one. And trust me, I've been there, I know, like I totally know how that feels. And I think to a lot of outsiders who don't necessarily come from that sort of background, probably just think, surely you can just stop exercising and eat more. It's not that difficult. And in reality, like physically doing that is not very difficult, resting more and eating more. But it's the mental side of it that's really tough when you are so used to sort of running on cortisol and overtraining and under eating it's really difficult to like pull yourself out of that mindset so 
that's my first tip is to kind of just accept that you need to make those changes. Um, the second tip is to, to, how can I wear this? To sort of like create an action plan. And this is something that I maybe suggest, um, you know, getting professional help with, you know, hiring a coach is something that I like to help women do is to sort of put an action plan in place that they can then follow to try and get their period back. And this is really important because it's pretty difficult to kind of go into recovery haphazardly and just sort of fumble your way through it. You you need to have a sort of structured action plan, especially in the beginning, because otherwise you are probably just going to fall back into your old ways really easily um, and delay your period recovery. Part of your action plan may be to reduce your exercise frequency and intensity, maybe switching running or resistance training for yoga, maybe adding in some stress management like deep breathing, again, yoga, meditation, maybe spending more time outside and you'll definitely need to make some nutrition related changes. Well, or most women will have to. Most women, for most women, it's not just exercise that's causing Um, their period loss is also something to do with nutrition so your action plan may involve increasing your calorie intake just overall increasing your carb intake adding different foods and more variety to your meals um, eating more frequently choosing actual proper fulfilling meals as opposed to snacks there's so many different things that you might be able to do to get your period back and you might only need to do a couple of these things that I've suggested or you might need to do all of them. And that really depends on your body, your background, and just you as an individual. And I think that's why it's really important to create your own action plan and not necessarily look at what other people are doing. And another reason why I think getting a coach is really helpful because they can create individual tailored period recovery plans for you and work alongside you so that you know exactly what you need to do and you feel supported. And actually that moves me really nicely onto the third tip that I wanted to give. And that is to ask for support. Whether that is from your partner, your parents, your siblings, your friends, those in your community, people online, a coach. There are so many people out there that can support you through your period recovery journey. But it's really important to choose who you reach out to very carefully because if you, and I've had this myself in the past when I've spoken to people about my period issues, they kind of, they don't fully understand how important it is to get your period back and they don't understand the, how difficult it can actually be to make changes like reducing your exercise, resting more, eating more. I think it's really important to connect with other people who have either been through the same thing, are currently going through the same thing, or are professionals who help women deal with these kind of issues because that way you can get people who are going to actually empathize with you and understand your struggles and it'll make you feel more able to open up and be vulnerable when you know that the other person knows how you're feeling and they know how difficult it is for you. So at the end of the day, you know who you can trust and you know like who you feel most comfortable talking to. So just reach out to them and let them know how you're feeling. Honestly, it makes such a difference having people supporting you. It really, really does. And that accounts for eating disorder recovery and hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery. 
building a community and a supportive network is so, so crucial. And the fourth and final tip that I wanted to give for hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery is to not compare yourself to other people. I recently did an Instagram post on my Instagram account, which is at fertility and freedom. And I also did a TikTok about this. And I basically just said, I was just talking about how with hypothalamic amenorrhea, your body is more susceptible and more, um, it responds more harshly to stresses that would otherwise not be that stressful to somebody who doesn't have hypothalamic amenorrhea. So for example, you might look at your friend who does CrossFit six times a week and does intermittent fasting every day. And you might think, well, why can I not do that? If she has her period, I don't have mine. Why can I not then do CrossFit six times a week and still have my period? And that's because if you've lost your period, your body is way more sensitive to things like exercise and calorie restriction. And there's not really any way around that. You just have to accept that currently your body is in a state of imbalance, hormonal imbalance, and it's still going through that recovery and repair process. And you're going to need to rest more and eat more than those around you for the most part when you're trying to get your period back because you're going through that sort of restoration period. Well, probably not a good word there. Restoration phase to get your period back. Um, so it's really it's really important just to not look at what those around you are doing and think, oh, well, if they can exercise and eat less than I do how do they still have their period and I don't? And, you know, comparing, similarly comparing your recovery journey to somebody else's recovery journey. Again, there might be women out there who have lost their periods, make a few tiny changes and get their period back. And you might end up making loads of changes and having to wait several months before you actually get your cycle back. And unfortunately, there's nothing you can do about that. Your body is unique and it has different needs to other people, whether they have their periods or not. And it's really important to to just focus on yourself and your own journey. I know that that is so difficult. And honestly, comparison is, it's so easy to fall into that trap because it's something I did so much in my recovery. And I still do that now, just in general life, because I think it's just human nature to compare yourself but if you can, please really try and focus on yourself, take things at your own pace, make changes that you know are positive for your body, and ultimately be patient. It might take you several months, whereas it might take someone else just a few weeks to get their period back, but you will. As long as you're making these positive changes, you will get it back, and you will be able to restore your fertility, get pregnant if that's your goal, restore your hormonal health and your overall health. And yeah, so basically that last tip is don't compare yourself to others. Your journey is unique, as is everybody else's. So I'm going to round the episode up here. I really hope these tips were helpful. And let me know if there are any particular subjects that you want me to cover in future episodes. You can message me on Instagram or you can head over to my website, which is linked in the show notes. It's fertilityandfreedom.com. And I've got like a contact me form on there that's mainly for my coaching, but you can also submit episode requests on there if you want to. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow or subscribe on whichever platform you use. 
so you can stay up to date when I post new episodes. And if you love this episode, please leave me a rating or review of the podcast. It really helps to just push it out to more people and spread awareness about periods and fertility and all that good stuff. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.